what's your guess for like what tonight's episode is going to be about open ocean open ocean is the theme okay so i was thinking bermuda triangle okay is that that's it? it is that no is that it like is that your guess <laughs> that was that's what i've been thinking i'm pretty sure you told me yeah. you like asked me like and you said no a week ago you're just... like it's not a bermuda triangle right like real like 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 that's just gonna be like the worst one for me to do <laughs> no no i just thought i don't know i thought that i, I thought that you was know like... i knew like shockingly little about the bermuda triangle sam i don't really know what all the big fuss is i need to look into it i feel like everyone knows and so i'm like afraid to ask now future episode maybe my favorite episode of x-files is the bermuda triangle episode really yeah are you up to that yet no triangle it's called i think so we're gonna do an episode just on triangle when you get up to that (laughs) triangle themed yeah 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 yeah. triangle's (laughs) the theme of the month for that one i know that there's a story of a ship something to do with like an old pirate ship or something that disappeared or something happened to it. It's like a legend surrounding this ship. Is that it? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that's All right. right. I don't really know what you're talking about. It's not. We're not just going like Megalodon or like Loch Ness monster or something. No. But stop I'm, guessing. Now. I'm stumped, you're having dude. too many guesses. I'm stumped. <laughs> this is a very well-known mystery on the, the open ocean. It, yeah, it's Mermaids. very, very well known. I didn't know much about it until. In fact, I didn't know about it at all until I read it. But, but it's well since known. reading about it, I've learned that it's actually very well known. I would guess it's probably like uh, a foundation or, you know, inspiration for a lot of other stories and things since, since it happened. Shoot. I have no clue what this could be. Okay. Well, sit back. All right. Okay. You got, you got your beer? I do have a beer. We haven't had a drink check. You've got a beer. I've got a Coke. We've done. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. What is it? Um, Spades? Spades, Old Dark, Five Malt Ale. Coca-Cola, is it vanilla? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Before you even mention what it is, we should cut to our theme. We have. There you go. There's the theme. Done. Done. Like Smooth. That. Yep. Well, first off, I mean, we're, it's been a busy week. Have you? Oh, it's back. Oh, wait. There we go. First up, before whatever this is, have you watched anything good? Play anything good? Yeah. Read well, anything so, good? Well, we were just talking about this before. Yeah. I was watch it, I've been watching uh, Our Flag Means Death. It's like I think that's what it's called. Mm. There's three episodes out at the moment. Um that it's available for me to watch anyway. Um, and yeah, it's really good so far. Watch nice. been really funny. Pirate show. Pirate show fits in with a theme, open ocean okay. kind of. Stars Restarby. Yeah. Stars Restarby. of yep. everything fame. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Otherwise, um, story, like books, I've still been reading um, Stormlight Archives, Way mm. of Kings. I've been re- uh, well, I haven't been reading it. I've been listening to it. I've still got like four hours left to go. Yeah. On it. What, how about you? I have been on a Batman binge over right. the last two weeks. The new Batman came out recently. The Batman starring Robert Pattinson, the legend. Okay. And I rewatched through all the Nolan movies. So yep. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. They're pretty good. Dark, the Dark Knight holds up. Heath Ledger's Joker, amazing. Yeah. Well, I reckon I've watched those movies several times mm. over the years. Quite a few times, actually, over the years. I've always, like, every, every single one of them to this day, I've enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And then after, I know what, that's like the popular opinion. Everyone loves those movies, yeah. but they are they are good. I like I like the Dark Knight. Batman Begins is good. I'm still I'm still a bit so so on the third one. The really? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, it's, it was Bane's cool. The score is amazing. Probably my favorite score out of the three the three movies in that one. But the story's just a bit I don't know. Yeah, 
I, I can imagine that. I, I do think the story isn't as good as the previous two, but I still think it was really well done. Like, yeah. well, it looks amazing. And, yeah, looks amazing. Uh, and then after that, I went back and I watched. <laughs> I watched the Catwoman movie. Oh no! With Hale Hale Berry. Uh, do you know that wasn't too great? I then yeah. went on and watched um, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Oh, I think I've with seen Batman Forever. Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. I enjoyed that. And Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. Good movie. I, I reckon Val Kilmer is actually my favorite Bruce Wayne and Batman. I don't know if anyone else holds that opinion, but I loved him. Uh, Batman and Robin with George Clooney and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was terrible. Really? But... I like that one as well. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The... I mean, they're obviously terrible, but I like that. Uh, is that the one... There's also the one with Penguin in it. Is that that is Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah. With Michael Keaton. Like that I've seen that one. That I like all good. the old Batman. Well, not all of the old Batman ones. But Bro, I you like watched Catwoman. Ones. You seen Catwoman? No. Oh, it's an nah, experience. I don't really want to watch that. <laughs> but <laughs> I watched all those. And then I went and saw the Batman with Monique and my brother and my sister this week in past. And that was awesome. Yeah. I'm thinking about going again. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Is it how how does it hold up to the to the older ones? It might oh, between this one and the Dark Knight, those are definitely my two favourites. I think the Dark Knight might just be a bit better than this. Yeah. But that's probably because of a little bit of nostalgia as well. Like I after repeat viewings yeah. on this one, it might might become my favourite. Just the tone, the aesthetic, it's just unbeatable. And it's Robert Pattinson. I mean he hasn't done a bad movie, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to stand by that? Yeah, I'm standing stand by that. But yeah, I've just been on a Batman binge. That's pretty much all that I have been watching. Um, okay. So, sit back, close your eyes. You're doing this. Yeah, I'm going to try, I'm gonna try and do this. Oh, great. Okay. I should eyes, have written it down. But... Eyes are closed. Okay. So, remember, December the 4th, 1872. Just mm. remember back then. You're a sailor. You're on, you're on a ship. Dear Gratia. Dear Gratia. My pride and joy. Yeah. You're sailing through the morning fog. So you're seeing this ship's uh, sail off in the distance that you've been following for a little while now. As you start to approach it, you recognize it. The Mary Celeste. It, you, you know, the name is printed across the side of the boat. Yeah. It's sails for some reason. You see it off in the distance. You're sailing. And you've caught up to it and that makes no sense to you. Because it set sail a few days before you. Ah, so you're, okay. ca- you're caught up. It makes no sense. Its sail seemed to be fluttering about rather half, ha- like haphazardly. Yeah. Like it seems almost like a sign they're trying to signal for people to come over towards them. Almost like uh, asking for help. Yeah. Don't close your eyes. Just keep okay. them open. It makes right. me feel weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> You decide to disma- like get out into a. Uh, I would say you probably hop into a, what are they a longboat or something? Yeah, rowboat. A rowboat. Mm-hmm. Go across. A few other, a few other of your sailors friends, go across to see see what's the matter, as they seem to be uh, sailing in a rather unusual pattern as well, not really yeah. going straight in any direction, but um, seem to be sort of just moving about all over the place. You climb up onto the boat. You notice that the sails, they're not just flattering, like they're not using them to flutter them about to signal. They're actually just torn and, and broken down. And there's only like one of them that's properly set out and the rest, the others are all like wound up mainly. I think there's like one sail mm. that was set out. And the ship is completely empty. No one's on board at all. Now this ship has its cargo fully intact, completely filled up like nothing's been taken okay yeah the food stocks in the ship have been left there like the food supplies they're still there it almost it seems like everyone's left in like a hurry like everyone's rushed off to be some like like in a panic i think it might have actually there's a bit of discrepancy i I feel Mm. like on this but I, i think it seems like they've had enough time to gather things and go but obviously i feel like they didn't have enough time to properly ponder what they were doing yeah so some of their belongings are gone and yes i think some of their belongings are gone but some of them haven't been gone okay like i think the navigation equipment went has been taken weird but some of the other stuff has been left 
So it's, it's a bit unusual that what the, what was taken and what was gone. Some of it kind of makes sense. You take the navigation equipment. Mm. Um, but the lifeboat, the only lifeboat there, is also taken. It's gone. Okay. Right? So they did something. They've left. They left. They did go. But the ship itself, other than some water in the in the hull, which was at levels uh, that were unalarming. Yeah. You just need a couple buckets and you'll be sweet. Get the water out. No, this isn't. This isn't. Um, this isn't sea of thieves. Sea of thieves. Okay. No. So, but uh, in the hull, in the what do you call it? In the in the base of the ship, basically, there's some yeah. water in the base of the ship. There's not enough for it to be alarming, or in any way hazardous. Mm. Um, yeah. But so the ship itself, though, is fully intact. There was no signs of or for reasons why they would want to leave, and they have. And their and their lifeboat is gone. Now, since then, yeah, no one has ever heard anything else about those people. None of the crew have come forward. None of them have been found. None of them have been found. This is quite recent. Nineteen seventies, did you say? No, no, no. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the ship was found uh, deserted in the Atlantic Ocean of azores islands on december the 4th 1872 so that's important to know that it is it is nearish some islands but not near in, in the seas around there no okay um well where's bermuda anyway i don't, I don't think it's anyway it doesn't matter uh the the canadian brigantine de gracia found her in disheveled but seaworthy conditions under partial sail and with her lifeboat missing yeah, this is the other, uh, a few in important details. Okay, mm-hmm. the entry log uh, was dated 10 days earlier. So, and in that entry log, it made no mention of anything that could be taken, uh, uh, anything that could um, uh, be shown as proof of what, what could have happened, you know? Yeah. Any, any indication of what could have happened here. It's 10 days earlier. So, the thing you've got to keep in mind is that they found her on the 4th of December. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I can't remember exactly the amount of days difference it was between them setting sail. They set sail from the same port as far as Yeah, so they knew they were setting sail. They knew they'd just gone out pretty much. Um, but I can't remember how many days okay. difference it was yeah. between them. But the sh- ship's last entry log was 10, it was 10 days earlier than that. Right. We could assume it was, you know, that day, you know, 10 days earlier or like 10-ish, 9-ish days yeah. earlier that, yeah. that something happened. So the ship's been sailing around by itself. Um uh she had yeah she had left new york city for genoa i think that's how you pronounce it on november the 7th and it was still amply provisioned when found her cargo of denatured alcohol so i had to look this up um denatured alcohol denatured alcohol you know what that is is it just like really really rough it's just the bottom of the barrel ale that you so i think get. it's like methylated spirits if i'm oh so it's like, not wrong woof okay is it used no. for drinking no it's, it's like used for like what we use methylated <laughs> okay for. okay right um, like, man these pirates as as I... <laughs> in their hard stuff these aren't pirates these are these are official business okay yeah um of course. as far as i know that's kind of what it is it's basically that that kind that kind of yeah yeah you know, uh same kind of uses and stuff i think so yeah it's cargo of denatured alcohol was intact so it's very important to mm-hmm. note because um, that's one of the theories is to do with that, or a couple of the theories. All right. Uh, and the captain's, uh, the captain's and her crew's personal belongings were undisturbed. So that's the other thing. So they took the navigation equipment. Oh, but they didn't actually, the, take, but they their didn't actually take their wow. own stuff. Uh, none of those who had been on board were ever seen or heard from again. So that's the other thing I mentioned before. Uh, so there's a bit of history if you're interested at all and in, in when she was made, but that's not. I'm interested. Super crucial. No, we need to know this. I've already got a few theories. Yeah. Okay. Well, if this is helpful. So she was built in Spencer's Island, Nova Scotia, and launched under British re- uh, registration as Amazon in 1861. 1861. So 1861, okay. I don't really know how long these kinds of ships last for, mm. but that's not that's not a very old ship. No. Really. And then they changed well, its name in between that time. So yeah, 1868 was when she acquired her, her new name. When she um, was transferred under American ownership. Okay. Thereafter, she sailed uneventfully until her 1872 voyage. That's the briefest little bit of history. So, reasonably actually... new ship, hasn't had any trouble before. Yeah. 
official business. Yeah, official business. Uh, I'm just trying to find the name of the person. So that, I think it was like a privately owned ship. Mm. There was also it was like um, a rather like luxurious ship right. as well because they they had like a full like stand up piano and everything like a full like what is it called? Piano is like grand piano. No, grand piano is the one that's like. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a grand piano is the one you have at like you know like a big stage. It's yeah. Fancy and grand, you know. Yeah. The name. You're just talking about like the stand up one. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Anyway, they had a piano. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fancy and, and for that, that kind time. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, why would you have that on a ship? You know, it's just <laughs> obviously because they can and they're rich enough, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I have heard of this, but I, I just assumed from, like, hearing about the Mary Celeste was that it was just, like, a famous shipwreck or something. Yeah. I didn't know it was a scenario when pretty much a whole crew just randomly disappears without a, without a trace. That's crazy. That is the the mystery yeah. of tonight. So there's, like, some interesting fun facts. Not really interesting, but, like for like all the materials that was used to build it and how mm. all that sort of stuff the kind of ship it was and yada yada okay after supervising the ship's loading captain mcclellan captain mcclellan 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 fell ill his condition worsened the amazon returned to the spencer's island where mcclellan died on june 19th so, so this first, is the first owner, owner first captain yeah well first captain tragically died uh john nutting parker took over as captain and resumed the voyage to london in the course of which amazon encountered further misadventures she collided with fishing equipment okay so here's some interesting so she has had some uh bad bad adventures okay uh and the narrowest of narrows of eastport maine and after leaving london ran into and sank a brig in the English Channel, so um, so wait, they hit into another ship and sank the other ship. Yeah, this is early history of it. Small ship, I think. All right. Uh, Parker remained the command uh, remained in command for two years, during which Amazon worked mainly in the West Indies trade. She crossed an Atlantic to France, uh, crossed the Atlantic to France in November eighteen sixty one, and in Marseille was the subject of a painting possibly by Hinor de Pellegrin. So there's paintings of it. Okay. A well-known mar- maritime artist of the Marcelli school. He's trying to find the, the current owner. Well, the owner of when this happened. Uh, yeah, so in 1863, Parker was succeeded by William Thompson, who remained in command until 1867. These were... Quite, yeah okay so that's not <laughs> sorry in october 1867 at cape Breton island amazon was driven ashore in a storm and was so badly damaged that her owners abandoned her as a wreck on october the 15th she was acquired as a derelict by alexander mcbean of glace bay nova scotia whoa, whoa whoa so this ship crashes and destroys another ship yeah and then a couple of years later literally becomes a shipwreck yeah people abandon it then it gets picked up as a derelict like hey this is just a destroyed ship yeah so yeah that's that's its history it has actually had a bad history this is like a cursed ship dude yeah um it gets worse after the fact after this like just stay tuned okay i've got a couple of theories just right off the bat oh you want to start now i'll just throw some out there okay they'll probably get torn to shreds soon yeah pirates came by took their navigation equipment didn't see any use for the alcohol or anything else on board and just quickly made them took them away took the navigational equipment left the ship there secondary mermaids Mermaids. sirens sirens luring them out they hear singing they hear like this lullaby like sound puts them in a streamlike state when they just get off jump into the boat jump into the rowboat and sail off towards wherever these creatures might be yeah see that that would make sense. Only why would they take the navigation equipment? See, that's that's the thing. Yeah, Normally, true. I'd be on board for that. Like, okay. I, I think that would. You, you think know. the mermaid idea, the siren idea? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, this is doesn't, weird. Doesn't make any sense though. Why they take the navigation equipment <laughs> okay. if they're entranced by a, a mermaid song? You know. I guess you're right. This is crazy. I didn't realize that this. Yeah. See, uh, this is the thing. Is this? <clears throat> this is where my difficulty was because there's so many. And trying to do research for this. There's so much to read. I never got around to actually mm. writing anything. 
Um, and it ended up mainly just realizing that most of the fun stuff that we could talk on was just right on one one website, basically. Yeah. Um, but um, you can see why there's like books and stuff written about this. Like totally. People writing it from from like the captain who found the ship's perspective and everything he's gone had to go through afterwards, which I'll get to soon. Flip. Okay. Yeah, but like in their story and their perspective on it and everything. Mm. But it seems like a really boring sort of mystery at first. It's just like, oh, okay, a ship's found with no crew and the lifeboat's gone. Okay. They obviously went somewhere. They just obviously just left. Yeah. And it's like, but then when you start giving it more than like two seconds worth of thought, you start realizing that there's no reason for them to leave. Things just don't add up. Yeah, things don't add up and there's like no reason for them to leave. And like ripped ripped sails well that would probably be to do with the few days of it sailing without anyone like without any sailors on it oh so the wind so, like the wind, so like if there was a storm of anything also um a lot of like the doors and like the i don't know what they're called but the sort of hatches that lead down below were sort of left open uh, and okay. like in uh, in like a strange manner as well it's been described as being some of them strange like the, so that would also explain why there's so much water down there if it's if it had a, uh, hit some kind of like stormy patch it, i'm guessing it could have torn the sails and then mm. rain could have also gotten down into the base of the ship started filling yeah, it up a bit more yeah, yeah. yeah so um yeah but there's there's some interesting theories about that as well so it's it could have um, I haven't actually looked into seeing whether or not, because there might not have been um, any storms or anything. Because the the other ship, you know, yeah, it was only a few days behind, so it might have been able to see and note down a storm brewing mm. somewhere. You know, um, so I, I didn't actually look into that. I was me. I should have. Yeah. Um, whether or not that was actually a valid reason yeah. for those things to have happened, because if they're not, like if it did, if it was just the storm that did that part then it still leaves the greater mystery unsolved, you know. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. But if it wasn't, then there's just more questions, you know. There was yeah, no storm 100%. around it. So, so within a month, McBean sold the wreck to a local businessman who in November 1868 sold it to Richard W. Haynes, an American Marine f- from New York. Haynes paid 1750 US dollars that for the wreck. That is not much. And, well, <laughs> for the wreck. This is a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Let's this buy is... a ship, dude. <laughs> and then spent 8825 US dollars restoring it. He made himself her captain and in December 1868 registered her with the Collector of Customs in New York as an American vessel under the new name Mary Celeste. Captain Haynes. Yep. Do we know why it's okay. called Mary Celeste? So, uh, okay. Hold on. And October... <laughs> I'm still getting there. Oh, wait. It's, it's this isn't, not our last No, nah, I don't think so. In October 1869, she was seized by Haynes's creditors and sold to a New York... Oh, sorry. Consortum. Consortum? Consortum. Headed by James H. Winchester. During the next three years, the comp- composition... Composition... Yeah, I'm struggling with words at the moment. Of this consortium changed several times although winchester retained at least a half share throughout no record of mary celeste trading activities during this period have been found so doesn't really seem like the ship is in shady history it doesn't seem like it's been in much use and uh, early in 1872 the ship underwent a major refit costing ten thousand dollars which enlarged uh, enlarged her considerably her length was increased to 103 feet, her so 31 meters, her breadth to 25.7 feet, so 7.8 meters, and her depth to 16.2 feet, so 4.9 meters. Um, among the structure changes, uh, structural changes, a second deck was added, and inspector's report refers to extensions to the poop deck. Uh, new, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? I didn't. It was all you. Uh, new transoms and the replacement of many timbers. The work increased the ship's tonnage to 282.28. So all that, it's probably not all that interesting to you, but the point is, is that a lot of stuff happened to the ship. To A lot of money was poured into this. It's so weird that it was just like a ship 
wasn't huge back when it was made. Yeah, it wasn't huge. And then... Crashed, shipwrecked, was a derelict, then restored for like eight grand back in the day, which would have been heaps. Bought for like two grand, yeah. restored for like... Or then, was it two grand? So not quite two grand. Yeah. So 1700 roughly. But then this new group or this new person puts so much more money into it to just make it bigger bigger and restoring a lot of the stuff as well probably the other guy probably did, poop it, deck, probably did it on the on the cheap to try and um why wouldn't you just make another ship at that point i don't know <laughs> um i mean we're not master shipwrights but if you're adding like extensions and upgrading pretty much every part of the ship and this is a ship that's been around for a little while has been wrecked i don't know it's a bit weird yeah. so on october 29th so getting close to the time, 1872, getting quite close. So December, November um, 1872 is when it left. Yeah. Uh, the consortium was made up of Winchester with six shares and two minor investors with one share apiece. With the remaining four of 12 shares held by the ship's new captain, Benjamin Spooner Briggs. Captain Briggs. Yeah. Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs. Mm. So that's the captain. Captain We've Briggs is our there. man. We've gotten there. Okay. Captain Briggs. But that's so weird that the ship's held by so many different people with different shears. Yeah. But it's also, it's just kind of interesting how it's like, it is kind of interesting following the story of like how much it's just <laughs> changed hands. And back it's and just... forth and back and forth. And then the crazy thing is I thought, like I was thinking, you know, you think when you hear about this, it's like, oh yeah, so the ship's probably um, been, you know, gone out a few times before this happened. This is the very, like, this would have been the very first, like, since all that, getting a new captain and everything. Yeah. This guy's going out sailing on it. The consortium's been set up or whatever. Yeah, and, and then, and then Captain business. Briggs is, like, going out for his maiden voyage on this new, yeah. you know, basically a new ship. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the bare bones of it would have been the same, but so much has ha happened to it. And <laughs> then this happens. Uh, that's the that's it's like the, a smaller scale titanic almost but we know what happened to the titanic yeah yeah except for yeah uh, not quite because the it's titanic not. got destroyed and sunk and there were survivors yeah, yeah but not many completely different this is like much. no it's survivors and the ship survived <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of almost like reverse <laughs> but that interesting enough is one of the theories is that um the that they spotted an iceberg and were afraid of running into it and so abandoned ship. It's one it. of the theories. Yeah. All right. But it's not one that is held up. Okay. Highly regarded, I guess. What's the term? Yeah. People don't really think it's that. It's one of the one of many weak theories. Okay. We will call it up on the history of the ship. Yeah. And you said there's interesting stuff that happened afterwards. Yes. Okay. So after um the ship was found they towed it back in basically they brought it back in with them to take it to um because basically for uh i think it's called a salvage hearing i think that's what it's refers to it here mm. basically they take if you find a ship and you bring it back in for salvage you can get a lot of money for it basically yeah it's an intact ship full of with its cargo filled up i don't know what would happen to the cargo but that you can bring a ship back in and get it basically get a reward for bringing it back in from, yeah to, to my understanding at the salvage hearing in gibraltar following the recovery the court's officer considered various possibilities of foul play including mutiny by mary celeste crew piracy by the de Gracia crew or others and conspiracy to carry out insurance or salvage fraud so that's one of the big ones wow. is insurance fraud because they've spent so much so money much, yeah on the ship i guess i don't know um and they're just trying they probably would have insured it for a crazy amount um and the other one is salvage because they're they're going to get a lot of money if they bring the ship back in for salvage but that that one makes a less sense to me unless of course the crew from um the ship the ship it. decided we're gonna take kill everyone on the ship yeah and take the ship in for to get just to get salvage money another because one of the other theories is that the the two captains because i think they knew each other oh what okay one of the theories is that they they decided together the two captains to um to get sal split the salvage money and that's and so they dispatched the crew 
and and the other guy just went off in hiding and got the share of the money which again doesn't make much sense because i'm pretty sure i just read out that he was part of he had shares in the yeah show. so it wouldn't make all that much the sense mutiny uh idea is interesting as well because what would happen in that situation the crew calls for a mutiny and then i assume they kill the captain or they make the captain go up by himself on the rowboat or they just kill kill the captain, throw him overboard, then take the robot up themselves. But then why wouldn't they take the ship at that point? Yeah. So what could explain that? Sorry, I'm just trying to get my thoughts mm. out of the words. Um, is if they didn't want to be... Because a big ship is going to draw attention. Yeah. Didn't want to draw attention to themselves. They figured that they could get to an island. Um, you know, and so they killed the captain, killed, you know, um, and decided that they were just going to jump on the boat. And head out but the, the thing that doesn't make sense is why they would do that yeah um because there's not they're not really getting any money for it no. or anything unless they had made a deal with the captain of the other ship to get some of the money i see but those people would have then had to disappear because none of them have been seen since yeah yeah it doesn't so they would have had sense. to go change their names go to a different completely different part of the world probably yeah um although i'm guessing back then it would have been easier to do something like that than nowadays but um yeah Right. still <clears throat> again so this is basically this is where you get to for most theories i find for this is that it sounds good and you can kind of you can reason a bit but there's always going to be a weak point and yeah there's so many theories that sort of have the same level ish kind of 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 like oh that makes sense you know the same kind of like that could be it mm. like what do you call it um but anyway you know but they all seem to have their weak points yeah and so it's like and also it's like even if uh, even then it's like which one of them is it if it's any of them yeah yeah it's sort of where you where you wind up it's interesting you're saying we have more to this yeah there's more to it because i can't see the inconclusive nature of the hearings fostered continued speculation as the nature of the mystery and the story has repeatedly been complicated by false details and fantasy Mm. hypothesis that hypotheses sorry excuse me that have that have been advanced including the effects on the crew of alcohol fumes rising from the cargo submarine earthquakes water spout spouts attack by a giant squid and paranormal in- intervention paranormal intervention aliens abducting them well something of the like yeah flip so yep well, well you see where we're going with wait this, right? <laughs> you just spouted off like crazy ideas yeah so these are these are not my ideas these are ideas Attack that other people squid? have speculated submarine earthquakes so earthquakes under the water yeah scaring them scaring people like worry that the ship was because these are this is alcohol it's like, the fumes and stuff are explosive yeah that's and a all that crazy kind of stuff so they're gonna well. they're gonna freak out and be like no the ship's gonna um explode it's a few other details as well apparently they recorded in the in the log that they had been they noted down like some kind of like noises and stuff that were coming from down below that Whoa. could be linked to the to do with something to do with the gases and stuff so it's frightening like explosive almost mm. kind of sounds but it's, it's like not that loud i guess yeah kind of to be expected i uh, from what i've heard yeah that's one of the things is that it was apparently mentioned in a log that that were, that they were hearing those noises already and that um they were they weren't all that alarmed by it one of the theories is that a particularly loud one of those noises could have happened i, I don't really know what they are what causes them i'll have to maybe we'll show up later on but one of the theories is that they just got scared off by a loud noise on the ship mm. essentially worried or paranoid that the ship was going to blow up the other theories is like if a submarine like earthquake an earthquake under the water happened um they could have also freaked out thinking that the ship was going to sink or blow yeah. up so abandon ship and go the only issue with that is like if you're on a ship and the water's just shaking about all around you, I don't know what a submarine earthquake would look like. Yeah. Why would you go into if a you're small right ship? It, um, why would you go on? Yeah, why would you go on? Uh, <laughs> except for the fact that you're worried about the ship blowing up, I guess. With but, alcohol, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't the really know. The giant that... squid one, dude. Yeah, giant squid is coming into it. Um, what else? Yeah, and water spouts. So, like, a giant, like, 
fountain of water Did basically shooting up shooting up through the ship and um causing them to panic again which could, would explain the torn battered nature of the sail and the wa- extra water on the ship but like the hell wasn't ruptured or anything right like no no but um they had noted that i think inside a lot it was quite moist inside the ship right. like everything was a little bit damp so but that could have been explained by some rain as well mm. paranormal intervention though paranormal like aliens are we talking like ghosts what is yeah so i, I would assume an undead pirate crew because like, one what? of the things that people referred to this as as being like a ghost ship yeah so like there's probably a lot of superstitious sailors who are probably yeah. thinking it's something something more paranormal something like ghosts or something that's scared them off or yeah um the ship's haunted or cursed even yeah. looking at its past seen the other stuff that happened um i don't know if there i haven't read any like that's the only mention of of something it's just people weird. have crazy ideas yeah, yeah. but it, it does it kind of lists the more like reasonable ones what they were determined to be reasonable. yeah yeah we all know it was aliens but you know <laughs> so after the hearing uh, mary celeste continued in service under new owners in 1885 this is where it gets weird again okay so okay. she's just been she's just been given sold off, to, off sold again. off again yeah. to new owners. In eighteen eighty five, her captain deliberately wrecked her off the coast of Hi- hiatus Hi- Hi- hiatus a place anyway. <laughs> part of an a, attempt of insurance fraud. Whoa. Okay. Yep. So insurance fraud is one of the things they they thought was thought happened in the first place. Could have happened for the, in the first place. So the story of her um, 1872 abandonment has been recounted and dramatized many times, blah, 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 anyway, in documents, novels, plays, films, and name. And the name of the ship has become a byword of unexplained desertion. So that's basic. That's the basics done. So we'll move back to the captain now. Sorry. Yeah. So the last owner of the ship crashed it deliberately, as far as we know, deliberately, to try and get insurance for it. And then... Not that long after that, he died. The captain died. Okay. Like like a year or so. It's a that. cursed ship. It like whispers into your mind, hey, <laughs> Crash wreck me, me or commit <laughs> insurance fraud. <laughs> yeah. It just consumes you and you need to do one you or the other. You reckon that's what both. the guy was trying to do in France where he was like ran over that brig? You reckon he was just hoping that his ship would get sunk and he'd get his money? <laughs> yeah, he should, all the way back then, he, he just wanted to wreck the ship. That's crazy. So even after this whole thing that happened, it still has a troubled history and ends up being wrecked by someone purposefully. Yeah. There's so much more to that that makes it more interesting. So the thing about this is the more in depth you go into it, the more that I've found anyway, the more you read about just even just the character, like the personalities of the people. Mm. I don't know. I think it makes it more interesting just because you really got to get into the to the minds of the of the people back then to try and figure yeah. out why 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 they would have because like I don't know why would someone ram a ship like that into a reef just for insurance fraud when they've got like I don't know that doesn't make much sense to me me looking back but if you go that's why I was kind of wanting to read a novel on it like there, there's there's several books written on it read one of the books yeah and like get a better like perspective of it it'll be an such an interesting one to do that for yeah what's what's the main theory at the moment that people think that it was just insurance um, fraud in the first place so there's foul play uh the evidence in gibraltar failed to support floods theories of murder so um, uh, someone else i think this is different people coming up with different okay theories and stuff so there's gonna be a lot of that there's a lot of people that are involved with coming up with theories and because it's been the the latest investigations into it happened like 2007 so wow. it's like it's been continuing on since then yeah. to try to figure this out. Um, so probably not mutiny. So I can't go saying. over all of them. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah. So, that, so there, there's there's a few names that are going to be brought up here that aren't going to make much sense. Uh, yeah, okay. So of murder and conspiracy, yet suspicion lingered of foul play. Flood uh, and some newspaper reports briefly suspected insurance fraud on the part of Winchester on the basis that Mary Celeste had been heavily overinsured. Yeah. Winchester was able to refuse these allegations and no inquiry was instituted by the insurance companies that issued the policies. So it never even ended so, up getting paid out in the Um I don't know. I guess they got the ship back, right? 
No, so he was just able to to Winchester, the guy who actually owned it, who owned large shares yeah. in it. He wasn't the captain. He was able to refute these allegations, and no inquiry was instituted by the insurance company. So he might have got paid issued. out. So he would have gotten paid yeah. out, but the insurance company didn't have an investigation essentially yeah. into it. In 1931, an article in the Quarterly Review suggested that Morehouse could have lain in wait for Mary Celeste. So Morehouse then Lord was Briggs, sh- and I think Morehouse is the captain of the De Gratia. Yeah, the ship that found yeah. it. Yeah. Then lured Briggs and his crew aboard De Gratia and killed them there. Paul Begg argues that this theory ignores the fact that De Gratia... De Gra- yeah, I'm just going to say De Gratia. I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing it. <laughs> ...was the slower ship. She left New York eight days after Mary Celeste and would not have caught Mary Celeste before she reached Gribalta. So, mm. explanation there. For, yeah, the explanation for them um so essentially murder wasn't isn't likely they didn't piracy isn't likely yeah they didn't go and kill those people uh, kill the mary celeste crew for insurance uh for the for the um for the ship for the ship because they couldn't have caught up to them in time yeah and there's there's like law evidence that they left when they did mm. and, you know so just interesting the fact that it was so highly insured in the first place and was such kind of like a well-made coveted ship almost yeah that makes this thing so interesting because it is this it is a ship which will be worth a lot of money if you manage to get it yeah so whether it was this is this crew or it is the captain that was on it or it was even the other shareholders yeah there's a lot it seems like there's a lot of room here for conspiracy if that was the way that they went it's just interesting that who, if that was the case they got away with it yeah there's a lot of interesting avenues you can go down i feel like i'm more inclined to lean towards something like i like to think Aliens. or ponder on something more like like um unforeseen basically yeah something yeah you know, I, I like to think i I like to assume or think that it's something the actually unexplainable the that we can't explain, like a giant squid or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But I think there would have been more evidence of damage if it was something like that. Yeah, it makes sense. But other theories um, suggest that Briggs and Morehouse were partners in a conspiracy to share the salvage proceedings. Mm. Um, but we talked about that before and it didn't seem that likely. The other one is makes mention of a lifeboat in Cobb's view. Uh, the transfer of personnel to the yawl, the boat, may have been intended as a temporary safety measure. He speculated from Duval's report on the state of the rig and the ropes that the ship's main hillard may have been used to attach the yawl to the ship. So essentially, he he thinks that the ship, the lifeboat could have been like tied up to the ship, um, but they could have had it tied and towing behind the ship. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and then there's other there's other theories. Some people think that that would have been silly that they would have done that. But yeah, and that the they suggest that maybe that um it was cut or something, or they didn't realize it was cut or damaged and yeah. it broke. Those are the main like big plausible. Yeah, so that's not really a theory of what happened. That's more of how it happened. Like, yeah, they got scared and they hopped off into the lifeboat and weren't planning on leaving it the ship but yeah. just ended up getting for going astray so um there, yeah there's a lot of more i could read into that but i think we should move on mm. um that's just that's just part of it and there's a lot of there's a lot more that people discuss of how likely that is to have happened yeah um of course but we just we know for a fact that the ship that the boat wasn't tied on to the ship if that was the case i'm sorry but your mermaids are not likely to be the oh, culprits right. for this okay because they would have just up and left the boat you're right uh natural phenomena uh commentators generally agree that some extraordinary and alarming circumstances must have arisen to cause the entire crew to abandon a yeah. sound seaworthy ship with an ample with ample provisions deval ventured an explanation based on the sounding rod found on the deck so there's a sound uh, yeah there was a makeshift sounding rod mm. what it was described of as i think it mentioned i don't really know what it is but i think it was mentioned that it was for measuring the water depths in the base yeah. of the ship sounds about right uh because of the malfunction of the pumps or the other mishap um which gave a false impression that the vessel was taking on water rapidly so that was the, the other thing mm. so, yes i've 
jump past a few things here. Sorry, guys. Um, which, yeah, so it gave a false sense of the water taking on, uh, the ship taking on water rapidly. Uh, a severe water spout strike before the abandonment could explain the amount of water in the ship and the ragged state of her rigging and sails. Uh, the low barometric pressure generated by the spout could have driven water from the bilges up into the pumps leading the crew to assume that the ship had taken on more water than she had and was in danger of sinking that's interesting and if you like add to one of those ideas or theories the thing that was touched on before that perhaps the fumes from the alcohol yeah or had gotten them drunk or messed with their heads you could see how a situation like that, everyone's not really thinking or in, in the right space of mind. They're thinking perhaps that they're being attacked or they're sinking or something's happening or they're yeah. taking on too much water and they have to get out of here quickly and they're just not thinking straight. Yeah. Almost yeah, seems exactly. plausible. That is like the most popular. Yeah. Is that they something kind of just alarming happened or... that freaked them out. They jumped ship, Yeah, uh, jumped, you know, into the lifeboat and probably um they probably i think they probably did tie their ship up the, the the boat up to the ship because um although that was one of the other mentions is like if they were worried that the ship was going to blow up and sink why would they tie their, yeah, ship, yeah, their boat to it because then they'd sink with it or sink with it or have to quickly mm. cut it yeah but that's that is one of the more, more popular opinions is basically just something something happened gave them a fright and then they found themselves not being able to sail back like they um <clears throat> were meant to tie up but then didn't realize they hadn't or didn't realize it wasn't properly secured and then suddenly a sudden gust of or breeze started picking up and the ship started taking off and without them they weren't able to yeah catch up to it in time and left them stranded it does seem to be one of the more popular opinions basically is that something happened something like that happened. which made them abandon ship which made them abandon ship it seems like the most plausible so to me the things that seem the most plausible hold on hold on sorry there's there's, oh, flip, so okay. there's the there's the earthquake that happened. There's also the earthquake, not the earthquake that happened. The earthquake theory, okay, yeah. which is probably it's basically a, a similar one. So sea quake uh, could have caused sufficient turbulence on the surface to damage parts of the Mary Celeste cargo, thus releasing toxic fumes. Rising fears of an immense explosion could plausibly have led Briggs to order the ship's abandonment. Mm. Uh, the displaced hatches suggest that an inspection or an attempt of earring had taken place. So earring up the below. Oh wow! Okay. So that's a, a it's another one. So the fumes um, from the alcohol is is is, that, is one where yeah. uh, a lot of people are drawn to. I think is that theory, but not the earthquake, but the something to do with the fumes. Mm. Um, uh, uh, so the New York tie uh, your world. Sorry of January 24th, 1886, drew attention to a case where a vessel carrying alcohol had exploded. Uh, the same journalist issued of, uh, issue of February 9th, 1913, cited a seepage of alcohol through a few porous barrels on the source of, um, as the source of the gases that may have caused or threatened an explosion in the Mary Celeste hold. So basically, um, Essentially, one of the one of the more uh, dominating theories is that the the fumes threatened an explosion or freaked them out, basically, yeah. and so they they noticed it seeping through barrels. Or... Um, yeah, so this is quite possibly my theory. Okay, for this is that um is that that was happening, or that they were paranoid about the seeping of the um of fumes and stuff mm. not sure what could have caused it maybe it was a patch of you know turbulent seas or whatever yeah that started or you know they noticed uh, some some leaking or something and some of the fumes were getting out so they decided they were worried about the explosion they decided to air out the ship and while the ship was airing out they were going to sit safely back on the lifeboat mm. and then the lifeboat yeah it wasn't secure properly yeah that's my theory but um in 2006, an uh, experiment was carried out by Channel 5 tele Television uh, by chemist Andrea Seller of University College London. Seller built a model of the hold with paper cartons representing the barrels using butane gas. He created an explosion that caused a considerable blast and ball of flame. 
but contrary to expectation, no fire damage within the replica hold. So no fire damage occurred. Yeah, well. I had to reread that over and over again because of that dog. <laughs> it's got a dog barking next door. It is crazy. What we created was a pressure wave type of explosion. There was a spectacular wave of flame, but behind it was relatively cool air. No soot was left behind and there was no burning or scorching. So essentially they've put out an experiment to see if that was possible that an explosion actually did happen to scare the crew. Mm. Which could have left no burning or or any evidence and that it's explosion possible. that actually happened. It's possible. Wow. Okay. But I'm inclined to think that it's probably not that. I still feel like if an explosion happened, you'd see with something. That, all that, like, isn't it? That, I might be wrong. Maybe that alcohol, wood. like, I just feel like if an explosion like that happened, there would have run a greater risk of a proper explosion with all that alcohol and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd think so. I think that would put the whole ship up in flames, pretty much. But it is plausible. Okay. Plausible theory. So, from an actual chemist. Go. That's plausible. All the boring readings done. So now we can talk about the theories. <sighs> so this is where I was hoping to do a bit more research into seeing what the actual um, the people around them what, what the more crazy theories were. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have time to do that, as well as have time to actually bullet point notes. That's why this is a bit all over the place. Um, but yeah. So in con- so in summary. Okay. The ship was made, mm-hmm. had a like pretty rough life, has been, uh, what was it? It got rammed into a reef at one point, mm-hmm. then ran over a ship, mm-hmm. as well as damaging fishing equipment, then has gone through like five or six or something, different owners, <laughs> probably more than that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so much money's was, been put into it. Ru- oh, that's right. Th- then was run... Did it get run into a reef at first? Anyway, it got run, then it got run like into a sandbank or something and got became a shipwreck. Mm. Then the wreck then got bought and refurbished, remade, and then was being used as a proper like business ship. But then that ship got confiscated off of him because I'm guessing to do with debt issues and stuff. Yeah. And then that ship then got. Bought by like a committee? Basically like a committee, a group of people (laughs) put in money for the ship and then got like super duper refurbished and like, you know, made big and extended and just got like the, you know, yeah. So just got like a full on makeover and everything and just got like made way, yeah, way bigger and way more expensive. And then overinsured and set out its maiden voyage of being like... I think this is it's also being renamed. No, no, for the that guy. Was a while back. The yeah, the guy who got the wreck renamed it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but it's maiden voyage. Maiden voyage after being re- like having all of the, the much, modifications yeah. added onto it. Basically, it goes out and then the crew mysteriously disappears. No explanation. No solid explanation that anyone's actually concluded on to this day. To this day, uh, the explosion one's probably the one that most people will be like, "Oh yeah." Is that the one that, that you're? No, I don't. I still feel like it's not the explosion. Okay. Um, I do think that the earring out of the ship is possibly more makes more sense. Mm. But yeah, and then and then when it was taken back in, um, it got given you know bought up by a new captain who then tried to sink it for insurance. Yeah, and, and then, then died. died. I don't actually know what's happened to the ship since then. <laughs> Hopefully, they just let it die. Yeah, destroy <laughs> that thing. Get rid of it. It's cursed, 100%. Yeah, so what's what's your theory then? What's your main theory? <sighs> well, it's funny because a lot of these seem plausible, yeah. even though it's such a strange situation. Like, a couple of the things that I'd I'll probably subscribe to the most out of this would be the whole conspiracy theory. Hmm. Just because of how many people knew about the ship, how many, like, shareholders it had, relationships between captains. Like, it's a strange situation. And it'll be an easy enough situation for a deal or a conspiracy like this to go down. Yeah. For them to come up with some... Someone to come up with an idea with someone else to try and get the money from the ship. I can see that happening, but then you do come back to what happened to the crew. 
Yeah. Why did they just all disappear? So if it was some kind of something to do with money for the ship, yeah, then the crew would have probably had to have been dispatched. They had to be in on it, or had to be yeah, they had to be living somewhere else. They couldn't be tracked. But that's yeah, for some reason that feels right to me that it was something to do with the money and the fact that they probably did get it in the in the end anyway. They probably did get the insurance sellout. Is interesting. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just the whole. Everything you were talking about just towards the end there, that something happened, whether it be earthquakes, water spouts, giant squid, something just happened to make them fear for their safety yeah. and want to abandon the ship, whether or not they just left on the little one or tried to tie it to the big one or just tried to survive whatever was happening. Yeah. That seems reasonable as well. And then whatever they were trying to do, whatever their plan was, just went wrong and they ended up sinking or getting lost or something happened yeah both of those seem seem i mean there's also the paranormal aspect but <laughs> both of those ones I was like mermaids to, and everything aside i was thinking if i had more time i would like to have seen if there was like or try and make some kind of connection between <laughs> because the, the ship first started having issues when it when it started going oh there's something to do with france anyway when it's in the french french waters or something when it's yeah started. no it was the english channel english channel where it sank that but it was um I have to go back over it. I remember France being involved. And so I was wanting to see if there was like some connection between one of the captains and possibly um, maybe that cult. The UFO later cult. Down, that cult that, that started off in France. Imagine. Man. <laughs> but alas, I had I didn't have enough time nor motivation <laughs> to oh. do all that research for nothing. Um, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like, it, it seems... It's the, just the thing strange. Is, if the, cause it, you know, with, um, like, people being abducted by aliens, right? Mm. Often they find themselves, they'll find themselves, if I'm... Going by X-Files logic. Yeah, they'll probably... <laughs> wouldn't a lot of the, wouldn't a lot of them find themselves, like, away from where they got abducted? Like, mm. a, a little while yeah. away from it, or, but nearby? Yeah. Or they'll find themselves in the exact same spot, with, but with some time passed, yeah. right? Going by X Files logic, yeah. Yeah, X Files is like yeah, man. They did their I research on their research, show, you know? But hear, hear me out. What about this? So some aliens are like, okay, you know what? We're gonna start abducting people, um, and we're gonna do it more often in the future. But you know, let's just do a test run. We're gonna do it on this this because I'm pretty sure there weren't really any alien. It's the 1800s. Yeah, they're just yeah, testing just, the waters. Yeah, they're just yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, let's abduct some people from this boat. You know, no one will see it happening then. Oh, we'll just take the rowboat just so it's another random little mystery for the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has got already got some fours in it. Okay, but <laughs> but then when they were like, okay, yeah, we've got these humans and let's put them back, right? Yeah, and then the but then the, like you know in usual manner they put they don't put them exactly back they put them back somewhere nearby which just happens to be in the middle of the ocean or they, they put drown. them exactly back in the location they were when they were taken the ships just moved on from them so yeah, they did true. just drop right into the water or maybe yeah they were airing out the ship like i was saying before and then aliens came and abducted them and took the rowboat with them yeah and cutting the rope cutting and then the rope. dropped them off oh. see true there you go combination of aliens things. and there was it's probably aliens. a conspiracy in the mix there in the end as well oh yeah yeah one of the one of the people with the shares was an alien you know it's... oh he's probably he's probably involved with that alien cult yeah 100 he it knew it was happening together. he knew it was going to yeah. happen this is a crazy this is a crazy mystery I'm surprised I haven't really heard about I'm it. I'm really trying hard to connect it to your previous <laughs> theories. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. But um, this is, like, honestly, this mystery is crazy. I'm I'm glad you brought it up because I, I didn't know any of this stuff connected to it. It's crazy as well that it's just not, like, the last time we did with all this alien cult stuff and this random broadcast transmission. Yeah. Like, that was a small part of a small town one-off yeah. thing that just cra- just happened and then it's pr- very hard to revisit that pretty much yeah. whereas this is a this big is an ship. ongoing like ongoing a lot of people were involved with this 
it's actually properly documented it's a historical ship that happened a lot of plausible yeah. theories um a lot of crazy ones as well but a lot of but like a lot of theories. intelligent people looking into it it's yeah a lot of write-ups on it a lot of it's yeah. crazy when you get to like a unexplained or an unsolved mystery such as this it's it seems like one of the big ones the thing that i like still i like about it though is that the ship itself when you look over its history is kind of like this creepy ship especially yeah. when you think of like i guess it's a bit stereotypical but like you know the the um how paranoid a lot of sailors used to be you know yeah stereotypically all the old tales and you know, sea shanties um, and yeah and like just wondering like whether or not like they were even able to get a crew for the ship after it like how hard it would have been for them yeah, to do something everyone's like heard of the mary celeste <laughs> yeah um but like i don't know it just i don't know if this is is probably not the original ghost ship or anything but it definitely feels like yeah one of the more famous ones like this feels like it could have after the especially after this like you could you could argue mm. yeah if you wanted to get into like the um i don't know what do you call it paranormal not paranormal but yes paranormal but paranoia of yeah it, you know the, it's sort of like um a whole cruise out there on the, yeah like on the i, I wouldn't want to go sailing on that ship <laughs> Like, if I, I'd love to go sailing on an old time, you know, like, um, you know, sailing ship, whatever. But Yo, are we I, tracking I, you down the like, Mary Celeste? Are we, are we putting money like, into if rebuilding If that ship was still running and they were like, oh, you know, there's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it was going constantly taking tours and stuff on it, maybe. But like, if it was... Wake up in the middle of the night, start smelling fumes. Oh, no. Or just like, oh, like... Uh, yeah, it'd be kind of a creepy ship to go yeah, on. Yeah, 100%. Like. Um, although we don't know if anyone's actually died on it. Yeah, true. But that was good. But most people most people died quite quickly after being involved with it. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, died or disappeared. Yeah. That's my well, well put together, well researched, um, yeah, mystery. That was a Mary Celeste. That was good. I am open ocean theme. Open so ocean month. Kicking it off. The month of March. Open ocean. That was really good. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I was I'm gonna dive more into this, I think, straight after this episode. I'm gonna I'm, I was planning on doing one that was like that I could be a bit more easy with, you know, like something that didn't have as much reading to do so that I could do more write up and more um, possibly read a few more accounts from different mm. Um, I mentioned that before, but like, I think I'll do that next time. So I'm gonna, I'm okay. not gonna just tackle like some huge, <laughs> one of like, the biggest mysteries of all time. <laughs> well, it's probably not one of yeah. the. It, it will be one of. Yeah, it probably is one of the biggest, mm. but it's not. But probably, yeah, maybe on like a, a list of like forty or fifty. Yeah, you know, big mysteries. It might be on there, but um, that's good. But it is a big one. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize when I, and then when I was like, oh, okay, so the. And then I had to like say what the theme was before I'd ever done even done anything into it. Really, I'd read like I, I read like a few little blurbs on it. Yeah, to and now you were understand. stuck with it too. And then I was like, oh crap! I'm just like, <laughs> this, this. It was interesting, but it's a lot, and um, I feel like I have done nowhere near justice for it. But yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you covered it. This was this was very cool. I'm I, I actually know what this thing is now crazy the amount of theories yeah it's also it's just fun just yeah learning about it's this fun stuff. just learning even about if it's them. like even if it's just like the the tip of the iceberg knowledge kind of thing mm. it's still fun reading uh, totally. for me to do you know but that and like listening to you like you know when you do your ones and stuff like that is i don't know it's fun it's kind of useless information but yeah fun, you know. but fun that's the main thing <laughs> but yeah that was that was the mary celeste our mystery for open ocean month do we have any um voice messages we don't have any voice messages or emails but guys if you have anything that you want us want to ask us or anything you want us to talk about send us a voice message or email us at the links in the show notes let us know what you think of the mary celeste if you if you've if you know anything about this mystery or have anything that you've discovered or any questions send it through because we'd love to hear hear them or brainstorm a bit with you but next episode, we're going to be watching our open ocean movie as voted on by you guys. And it was 10 votes to four votes. 
Oh no. This time, the winner being The Abyss, directed by James Cameron. How many accounts did you have? That- <laughs> <laughs> None. I saw your votes. I had to disqualify those. Well, you, I, one of them was legit, right? <laughs> no, no. Nah, our votes are out of there. This is really you guys. The we listeners. don't get the vote. No, nah, man, it's out of our hands. I even we... shared this one. I don't go on and share anything on Instagram. <laughs> Come on, guys. We can see how many people listen to the episodes. There are a lot of you that didn't even vote. So, if if you do want to get involved with this monthly, check us out on our socials, Collectania Pod, or you can vote actually on the polls on our Spotify after you finish listening. But the Abyss won. So 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea gets added to the bunch of movies that we're going to revisit a couple of at some point. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a good movie. I, I'm, I, was, I wasn't that gutted that we didn't get, get to watch The Artist. Mm. But 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch this again. Especially after this with like the inclusion of the giant squid and stuff. Yeah, I, um... exactly. It's like it's fully in the theme of it. Like it's like yeah. kind of fully. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to potentially revisiting that. I'm also looking forward to The Abyss because I know nothing about it. I know it's yeah. James Cameron and he he's done some awesome stuff. But this movie is very hard to track down, guys. The Abyss, I don't even know if it's streaming anywhere. Mm, I don't yeah. know if it's available to rent. I actually, as I saw this was winning, I tracked down a cheap copy of it on Trade Me. So I've got it on disc. Ah, oh, sweet. Okay. So we are going to be able to watch it. But see if you can track down The Abyss. And we'll be touching on that later in the month. Sweet. Awesome. Any closing words? Um, no. Any, any sea, sea shanties for us? I don't to, know any sea shanties. To lead us out. I'm sorry. Oh, the Mary Celeste. I couldn't think of anything that rhymes with Celeste. Is the best? No, does that rhyme? Yeah. yeah. Mary Celeste is the best. It's really not the best. <laughs> it really isn't. See you guys next time.